I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, we're back. That's right. It's another edition of the DAZN Boxing Show podcast. Great fights this weekend, Baraki. And I'm, I'm happy to say that both the main and the co-main event with two women becoming undisputed. Amanda Serrano becoming undisputed, uh, becoming the first ever Puerto Rican male or female undisputed champion in the world. I mean, as if she ha- hasn't accomplished enough already, Barack. is so much to talk to her. Listen, five undisputed women in the building at the same time. Mm. Not only are they fighting each other, the best are fighting the best in each weight class. Some of them are bouncing to different waist classes because look at McCaskill was at 140 and she went up to 147, became undisputed there before she lost. You said, you said waist classes, but that it kind of can apply as well. What, yeah, waist classes waist and all classes. that. You got the waist <laughs> class. I don't know what, your, your waist class is kind of big. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm super heavy right now. <laughs> nah, you lost weight, but, but listen, man, like think about it. Not only are they fighting each other, they're supporting each other. Look yeah. who was in the building. Like, Franchon was there, Cruz Dessert. Cl- Clarissa Shields was there. She don't live nowhere near New York, and it's freezing out there. And she came. Like, everybody, Senecia Estrada was there. M- Michaela Mayer was there. Like, come on now. Hey, Barack, you, you can't mention all of these great women without, you know, us ac- actually getting our next guest who for a long period of time, like she was at the helm there in women's boxing, the yes. daughter of the legend, our girl, Layla Ali. Let's talk to her. What's up, champ? What's going on? How you fellas doing? Great, thank Phenomenal. you. Phenomenal. Uh, great to see you. It's been a long time, and it's only right for us to chop it up with our girl after a big weekend of female boxing yes. this past weekend where two women became undisputed. Uh Serrano became the first ever Puerto Rican to be undisputed, male or female. So she's very proud about that. And I'm going to be honest, Layla, I'm not saying this because you're here, but that that excitement that you brought to the sport, um, and I'm not saying Clarissa, she's super excited as well, but that night being there at the Garden, the last time I felt that excitement from women's boxing, boxing was when you were in the ring. Uh, watching it from home, what was your level of entertainment? Like how entertained you were watching that co-main event and main event? I was elated. I mean, I was so excited to see um, women's boxing get to the level that it is. I love that Eddie Hearn has really been intentional about getting behind it and promoting these women. I've always said, you know, for years, I've been saying that women's boxing is going to take more fighters. You know, when I was fighting, people just knew my name. I was like, that's not going to carry the sport. We need mm. exciting matchups. We need okay, yes. fight happens, fight next. When you know the fighters and you know what skills they're bringing to the ring, you know you can kind of start imagining what kind of matchups it's going to be. That's what makes it exciting. Right. You know, I'm just so happy for these girls that there's so much to talk about. That there's so many opportunities for them. 
you know, so, um, you know, and they have the platform now. You got social media. I didn't have that back in the day. Right. So I think I think that, you know, the sky's the limit. Yeah, I'm not good at brown nosing like Ox, so I'm not going to act like <laughs> I watched your fights. You know, I had to watch all your fights after the fact, you know, because I, I really wasn't into women's boxing. I got to be truthful. I only knew Christy Martin and that was it. But after the fact, I see how skillful you were. No, but I want to know something because think about this. A lot of guys, most every fighter in the world looks up to Muhammad Ali. And it's crazy how the best fighter in the world, Katie Taylor, oh, one of the best, at least the top two, wears your shirt and says that you're that inspiration. So it's so crazy that you didn't just take your father's name and ride it. You actually became that inspiration for women. How does that feel? Talk about brown nosing. <laughs> no, that's real. Oh, man. You, I guess you got me, but that's real deal, though. Okay, stop that right now. Okay. Stop, stop, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get this off my nose. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> No question. I, yeah, I, I think he. I think he did a better job with the brown nose, but that's all. Nah, fine. that was see what I said was true though. You was acting like you was really watching her face though. No, right? no, 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 no. I was. Listen, I was. Listen, listen. The thing is this: when I was boxing, I was never focused on trying to be like my dad. I purposely said publicly, "I'm not trying to be like my dad," and I'm glad that I had wherewithal to know that I need to lay that foundation from the beginning. Like I had to focus on my career. I wasn't focused on uplifting women's boxing. I was focused on being the best that I could be. I had a lot on my plate. I had a lot of pressure on me and I really was in love with the sport. And I did the best that I absolutely could do. And I had amazing trainers. I had wonderful opportunities. With, with that came a lot of responsibility. Right. So I know that you know I inspired girls along the way for them to be able to get a glimpse of what it could be. Yeah. But then in the back of their mind, it's like, oh, but she's Muhammad Ali's daughter. I'm not going to have the opportunities that she has, right? And I've always said, you know, some people are like, well, if your name was Layla Ali, I'm like, but my name is Layla Ali. So let's just throw that to the side. But, you know, I think that now that platform is there for these girls. I've seen a lot of talented fighters over the years. I'm not going to act like, yeah, there's always been some wild ones. You know what I'm saying? I saw some of that, you know, look at uh, Cruz. She was fighting yes. kind of wild. Right. Right. So that, that definitely became, like, that was the only girl that any women, I mean, that anyone ever saw. Like, I actually was watching the fight, and I had some guests over that aren't really boxing fans. Uh -huh. Kind of like, I was kind of like, oh, this is going to be a good fight. When it came on, I was like, oh. I, and I had to say, like, there's different levels. There's different skill sets. The same that there is in men's boxing, right? Yes. People a lot of times try to make it like all the girls from back in the day just couldn't fight, and that's not true. We had a lot of girls who, who had really good skills, but they didn't really get the opportunities you know, to fight on the main stage. So um, I say all that to say that, yes, I'm excited and happy that I've inspired um, some girls like like Katie, you know, is, is a fan. And I'm a, you know, I'm a big fan of Katie. Yeah. You know, she's, like, she's just like all that and then some to me. She's an amazing fighter, an amazing person. And I really want to see her go far as I do with all these other girls. But yeah, I think that we're all going to pay, be a piece of the puzzle. You know what I yeah. mean? Right. Nobody's more important than anybody else. I had the, the last name. To, to put me, you know, on an international level. And I've been able to, you know, uh, parlay out of boxing, but it takes more than just a name, as you know. We had your nephew on a few days ago, and he's coming off a win, a big win. Nico said that, I asked him any advice that you ever gave him that was valuable, and he said that you told him that whenever he goes out there, whoever he's fighting, they're going to be at their best 
because they're fighting an Ali. So expect your opponent to, to be the best they have ever been because they have something to prove. I'm fighting an Ali. I'm going to beat an Ali. And, uh, and that was very interesting to me. What, what, what do you think about him so far with what he's done and top rank has done with his career? I think he's doing really well. Um, you know, Nico, Nico and I, uh, obviously I don't have anything to do with this, this career. And, you know, you know, frankly, we're not super close, but at the same time, I wish him well. And I've told him, you know, if you ever need anything, let me know. I'm not the type of person who's going to press myself on you, but I'm glad that he remembered that a piece of advice um, that I gave him because that there's, there's a lot more, fights out there for him. There's a lot of guys out there who've been doing it longer than him and who are just like going to be ready to take his head off. And, mm. you know, you got to have that dog in you is what I'm saying at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to have that dog in you. And you definitely can't, you definitely cannot go off of, because it's happened to me. I've seen, I remember I fought a girl named Kendra Linhart. I mean, this fraud was big. I'm talking about, I'm a big chick and I'm proud of it, but she was bigger and stronger <laughs> than me physically. And she just fought really wild, which makes it tough. You know, it makes it tough when you're in there with someone strong and wild who's coming to win. And, but I, I kind of watched tape on her and I just, you know, so I was like, okay, I got this. And I got in there, she fought me way harder than she fought anybody else because that was her moment. So, you know, sometimes you need that extra motivation to train at your best and to get your rest and to eat right and be consistent and get in there and feel like you're really fighting for something. And, you know, that's the same thing that, that will happen to him. So, you know, he's being moved along slowly, which is good. Right. Um, you know, Nico did have an amateur background, which helped served him well because I yeah. got in the ring with not one fight. Like I, yeah. I had my first fight under the lights. So I yeah. think that has served him well, um, you know, that he at least had that experience, you know, because you definitely need it in men's boxing. You're not going to be able to just get in there and have your first pro fight with no amateur background. And that's what I meant. With women's boxing, it's kind of like, you know, anyway, it just is what it is. So we were talking about Serrano and her last fight this weekend, but the even though she won undisputed, what the fight everybody's looking forward to is the rematch with her and Katie Taylor. Uh, I don't know how much you know about Jake Paul, Layla, but some people, you know, he gets a lot of hate because he's getting a lot of attention with only seven fights, and and um, many are not happy about him being in a sport, but. He is and has been an advocate for women's boxing and better pay. He represents Amanda Serrano, and he's been on a campaign for the longest. Eddie Hearn as well, you're supporting women's boxing. These girls are getting big money. They're, you know, her and, uh, Amanda and Katie are getting over a million dollars for these fights. Do you think boxing is where it needs to be? Women's boxing is where it needs to be, or is it? Is there so much further to go? Well, I mean, there's so much further with so many things to go. I mean, we never wanted to say, we're there, we made it, you know. Right, right. I think that, you know, and I've always said that it just depends on when it, what it comes down to is how much are we selling these tickets for? How many tickets are we selling? How many people are buying pay-per-view? You know, can, because if, you know, then there might be more money, you know. Yeah, right. I get a million dollars. I never made a million dollars, you know, right. on a fight. So I think that, you know, it can continue growing, you know, so we, I'm not going to say, oh, that's it. I think it's amazing. I know that, I know that like these girls are super excited for their work to finally pay off, not even just the money, but for the recognition, you right. know, to be able to be Amanda Serrano and, and walk down the street and have the people of Brooklyn loving her and putting her right. on and really just enjoying the ride and being able to go spend her money after the fight. 
You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what all elite athletes should be able to do. You know, you're putting your life on the line when you get in there, you know? So I don't, so it's better, you know, her not making $50,000 checks to be able to make a million dollars. I hope that she has the right people in her corner to help her do her business right. You know, right. it's not going to last forever. So, yeah, it, but it, yeah, it, I, I, think, I think that, yeah, it's definitely going to continue growing. So, but it's exciting to have these, you know, fight on the forefront. Like even after Katie Taylor and, you know, Amanda, then it can be Baumgartner, you know, and, and right. Barack or Taylor. Right, you know? right, right. The first fight, Katie Taylor Serrano, was a very close fight. Some people felt Amanda won. Many didn't argue with the decision. Did you think they, the right decision was made that day? Yeah, yeah, I thought Katie won. Um, and, you know, I tend to, when I'm in a fight, I'm not in my mind scoring the rounds. Right. But I felt like she won. Um, and I I would say that the, the rounds that, like, I, I have to go back and watch it. But if I remember right, and I cannot rely on my memory, I felt like um, I gave Amanda maybe four rounds, um, mm. but again, I'm not holding to that because I didn't. I didn't actually count. I can't right, remember. Right. But I, I just remember feeling like Katie definitely yeah. won. I was confident in that. But again, you see her get hurt. She right. looked like she was out on out on her feet at one point. And yeah, I fifth, so, fifth round. Yeah, I was so upset because I was just like, "Why are you standing there fighting?" And I actually went and talked to her after the fight. Like oh, why wow. do that? Because that's what I didn't want her to do. But she has that fighter and that Irish in her. She wants to stand there and bang it out. And you can't do that with someone who punches harder than you. I still love when somebody try to do that. You make <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 but it warranted. I mean, right away, regardless of who won, it warranted a rematch right away. I know that in your head, you said this needs to happen again. Yeah. Anytime you you're you got two champions in the ring and it's not a one sided fight right, then you definitely, absolutely, I think, always need to have a rematch. You should want to have a rematch. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So both of them should want to have a rematch. Just like I want to see, um, um, you know, Baumgartner and Michaela have a, Alicia and Michaela mm. have a rematch. I want to see them have a rematch. I was I was irritated yeah. when they were like, no rematch. You know, I was like, no, no, you need to have a rematch. Yeah. It's, it's really great to, to hear that you're such a fan of the sport and you know these women in the sport today. Um, Ak had mentioned Jake Paul earlier, and it made me think, how, you know, you've sparred men. I've heard stories of you beating men up, you know, while, while you was in your... All those women have, have, have tapped a few fellas here and there, you know. As, oh, you know what? Before I ask you that main question, has there ever been anyone that you fought that probably punched harder than you? You was thinking like, oh, they punch hard. Because you were saying Serrano punches yeah. harder than Katie. Female? Yeah. Um, I would say probably Kendra Linhart, who I mentioned. She Earlier, definitely... Yeah. And, and and you have to you have to look at past fights. I remember we both fought a girl named Valerie Mahfoud, who Ann Wolf also fought. Yes. And Kendra Linhart was the only person that ever like stopped Valerie in the sense of knocked her out, mm-hmm. where I like, stopped her, what I used to call mm-hmm. a beat down with a barrage of punches, right? Because I, I won't throw as hard as I can until I really had you hurt. So I never even got to that point to yes. where I could do that. I beat her with my combinations, but she actually stopped her like with one shot. And Ann Wolf went the distance with her twice, got knocked out with her by her once. And, you know, so so I know Kendra was, she was a beast. You know, she just didn't have all her skills down. But mm-hmm. she physically, yeah, she hurt me. She's the only one I got in the ring. She hit me over my head and actually had me seeing stars in the ring. Wow. Like, mm. in the second round. I, I ended up winning the fight, but yeah, she was tough. Yeah, I never knew that. Okay, so my question was, guys like Jake Paul, do you look at them and say, Dad, you know what? That's somebody that I I, I could have beaten because I sparred better guys than that. 
know, because he's still gonna be stronger than me. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like he's he can punch. Like like women can't take as much as a man. Like I can get in there with a hundred and forty pounder, and he can punch harder than than me. You know, so wow. I, I got hurt once in the in the gym by this little dude that that me and I loved him. He was like a he was a, a friend, and he was sparring with me, and he turned me, spinning me into a shot. I didn't see it, and I stopped. I was like, oh. Shit. Like I was like, and he was, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I started laughing because I was like, I'm like, you really just hurt me. Like I, you know, and you didn't I was, expect that. Right. What well, size was what size was he? Was he what 105 pounds? You said he, he probably was 138 at the time, just a little yeah. guy. You know, yeah. maybe 140, 140, but um, yeah, but he hit me fast and hard and right on the right spot. You know, and it's like it, I've been in there with guys that I can punch as hard as they can. I'm cracking them, but heavyweight sometimes, but they can take it. Then they get a little excited and hit me too hard. It's like, oh, oh, oh <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I can respect that, that honesty as well. Cause you know, you got women out there say, oh, I'll beat Jake Paul up like fighters. So I, I respect that because he is a man and, he, and he's obviously shown that he has power knocking guys out. So. Especially, you definitely don't need to be saying that unless you're knocking all these chicks out that you're fighting. Okay. And that, I know who, I know who you talking to, Layla. And, 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 <laughs> I'm, and stop it, Layla. And no, no, I'm just saying when you're talking about any man, you better be laying out all the chicks to get in front of you, okay? And you better have never been dropped, never, never shown that you can't, you can you show that you can take a punch. Because if you can't handle these women like that, what makes you think you're gonna get in there and handle a man? Like we gotta you, you spicy right now, Layla. You spicy. <laughs> spicy like those spice. And speaking of them spices, spicy like right can now. your boy get a new pack of spices because they ran out? I love Layla. Yo, bro, bro buy the spices like I do. Like, what's your problem, bro? I buy have them. Bought, I have purchased some. I have, I have. It's just when you know someone and you can get it, it just feels good to get it. Now, doesn't it feel good in my room? Nah, nah, nah. Don't ask me for none of my products. You better buy it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna tell you this though. This I'm not giving you free. So I, I'm working on this belt for so for your lady friend. Oh, the butterfly. Yes. That's dope. So, so what are you what are you calling the brand? Look, it's it's still Layla Ali, but okay. you know, I you know, I, I'm still working on it, but yeah, I'm I'm just testing it right now on myself. I, I like I like that <laughs> concept. You testing like the belt, you're seeing if it holds your pants up, right? No, now. no, no, no. <laughs> I'm testing it because there's a finish on the butterfly. You want to make sure it's not gonna rub off, you wanna make sure oh, that there's right, right, right. you see what I'm saying? Making sure the concept works how, and it, how and many businesses a, do you have? I don't I in terms of like the brand. Yeah, like, L, like, like just L, all like, the stuff that you're involved in. Exactly. Well, I have okay, so I have Layla Ali Home Decor, which is actually in partnership with At Home, which is a national retailer. Oh, wow. So yeah. They're you know they they have my home decor stuff and they really handle all of that you know. But um, in terms of my brand, I have um, nutrition products, I have skincare products, I have my spice blends. This is the belt. I have an apparel line. Mm -hmm. um so you know and then on my website of course i also have my boxing paraphernalia which is all proceeds go to charity that's just my way of kind of giving back nice. um you know i'm i've always been an entrepreneur so you know but are we going to see you cooking on tv again soon i mean are, are you pursuing are you done with that i don't know you know when i moved to georgia i said you know what i just may not do tv anymore so there's just mm. so, there's just so much going on with covid and all that kind of stuff and stuff that I'm not going to be, that I don't want to agree to do. And, you know, right. if I can't do things my way, I'm not going to do it at all. So it really just depends. It just, we just have to see But I do. What I do mainly outside of my brand is I do a lot of speaking, you know? So when uh, I'm traveling, I'm usually traveling for corporate um, speaking engagements. Speaking events. Which is one of my biggest businesses. 
Well, look, I mean, uh, it's always a pleasure chopping it up with you. Maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll get you to go to Ireland for the rematch of Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano, yeah, May 20th. I'm, I'm so excited for that fight. And like I said, I'm excited for all of these ladies. You know, I see, I see, I see so much talent and so much room for improvement at, at the same time, just like I saw in myself. I never got to get as good as I wanted to get. Um, you know, and I have my own regrets about certain things and, and wow. my that you know, I just hope I just hope they don't make some of the same mistakes that I made. And just regrets like what? Is it the Ann Wolf thing or what? No, I, I regret not having a rematch with Jackie Frazier. Oh right. And I couldn't do nothing about it. I did everything to try to fight that girl. So okay. I couldn't do anything about that. You know, that I lost a lot of sleep over that, as you know. But <laughs> we, you know, we actually saw each other and 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 made a Yes, I saw that at the yeah. Hall of Fame. You know, mm -hmm. we had a conversation. Um, so I had to, at that point, let it go. You know, I had to. Yeah, yeah. But why'd you, why'd you do the T so loud on point? <laughs> that sound like, I don't know. You sound like you still got a little bit in you. you said, well, at that I, point. I, 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 had, I had to let it go. You know, I had to let it go. And, and I guess your father uh, led by example because him and, and Joe finally pieced their, you know, their mm. quarrel up. Um, to my understanding. They got the fight. That's different. They got right, the fight. right, right, right. That's a good no, but point. I'm saying when it was all said and done, you know, we've heard so many stories about them two sitting courtside at the game and and kind of squashing that beef. So, so. so to say to answer what you were asking, Barack. So I I regret not fighting Jackie again. Yes. Because that was a great fight. You know, we battled it out. She wanted to fight again. I would not do the rematch. It was me that said no. Why? And it, because I was so adamant about wanting to fight champions at the time. So I was I, I was angry at having to fight her because I didn't take her seriously. Yes. And I felt like, you know, here I am trying to be serious and here come these, her behind me trying to capitalize off of, you know, the name and the sport. And no. I, I had to do the fight because I was like, it just makes sense to do. But I said, and my ex-husband at the time, I'll fight her and it's done. I'm not having a rematch because I want to go on to fight world champions. Right. So that was just a stubbornness in me. And I think that if we would have had a rematch, number one, I would have been able to stop her because I ended up being sick in the fight, you know, but I won, but I could have done what I really want to do. And we would have made money. We would have, you know, it would have been an even bigger fight because the first fight was so exciting. So that's a big regret of mine. And, um, you know, I just, I just hope that's why I said, and, and again, we're, she wasn't a, she wasn't a champion. So when I said that, you know, you take someone's title, you definitely should have a rematch. It wasn't that situation, but mm -hmm. it should it should have happened, you know, and, I'm, and I regret that. Listen, Layla, always a pleasure chopping it up with you. Uh, next time you in New York, hit us up so we can link up. Thank you, as always. Thank you for having me on. You guys All right, peace and love. Keep up the great work, especially oh. to you. Uh, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Thank you, Layla. Much yeah, take love. Care. Love take you. care, sis. Man, I know we get into a little bit of everything with Layla when we chop it up with her. That's, That's a great true. talk. But now, one thing I know you always do is ask try to get free stuff, for free stuff. For free stuff. Always. Yeah, that answers me, man. I mean, I, I'm not denying it. I'm embracing it, you know? Um, free I mean, Josh, it drives him crazy with the fact that I get no. stuff for free. No, no, no. I Look, I respect yeah, the hustle. If I, if, if I could go through life not paying for anything like you, I would do it. What I was going to say, though, Ock, is like maybe if you- Wait, get wait, wait. What do you mean what I was going to say? What are you <laughs> waiting to say something? You're not on the show. You're no, not on I'm the just, show. 
I'm just you saying though, press if, buttons. Though. If I like, can, I know it's true. I'm. Uh, you guys make this so easy. Um, I was gonna <laughs> say though, like if Ock does get some free spices sent his way, maybe he could sprinkle it on that dinner he's gonna buy me. Oh well, I mean, if I God, buy I'm you a two hundred dollar dinner, it better be ta- tasty enough and not need any damn spices for that matter. But I don't know. Maybe we'll get later to make you a steak. She was cooking steak tonight. We would get it. We'll get you to Layla's house and get you a steak dinner. Would that be better than two hundred dollars? If you can go have dinner with Layla Ali. And oh, of course. It'd be it. a lot better conversation than you. I mean, you'll be looking down <laughs> what, at your what you, phone every wait, 30 seconds Who, said, who anyway. said I'm going to dinner with you? I'm giving you the 200 bucks so you could go to dinner and stuff oh, your man, face I'd yourself. Love to see that. That's preferable. <laughs> That's great. Let me ask you, honestly, if we went to dinner, you and I, how long would it take for you to look at your phone the first time? I'm walking in there with my phone in my hand uh, looking at it. I mean, I can barely... Put an order in without looking at my phone. But look, Josh, and doesn't everybody do that to you? Nothing you say is interesting. <laughs> That's the problem. That's true. I'm no, I'm just used to it. I just talk to myself half the time. I just amuse myself, honestly. I'm just here for my own benefit. You're good at that. You're good at that. Listen, um, there's a big heavyweight fight that's going down between Anthony Joshua and Jermaine Franklin. He has a lot to say about what he's going to do with AJ. So we'll talk to him right after this. Don't move. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A big opportunity on his hands. Welcome, Jermaine Franklin. What's up, Chad? Hey, how y'all doing? Good, oh, thank you. Th- thank you, thanks for being here. You're the talk of the town right now yes. for months now. You know, we talk to Eddie Hearn every week, be, you know, here at The Zone, and uh, for uh, oh, several months, people are thinking, what's next? AJ's coming off of two losses, uh, two big high-profile fights, and the question was, who is going? Is he going to pick? According to Eddie, he didn't want any soft touches. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you feel, though, that you are a tune-up fight in their eyes, or do you feel like they're saying, we want the hard fight, we want a tough fight, we want to prove that we are the elite, heavy, one of the elite heavyweights in the world? What When you first got the call, what was your first assessment of the opportunity? I mean, the way they're pushing it in the media is that they they trying to use me for a tune-up fight. That's the narrative. That's the whole narrative mm-hmm. in the media right now. But that's the same narrative they tried to push with Dylan White, and I proved them wrong on that. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I got a, a unfair decision. But we all know how boxing is. We know the politics of the game. We know how this works. So, you know, I'm not going to hold my head down about it. But, you know, I know I got to come in there and, and make a real statement, make a real impact. A hundred percent. I mean, you already fought on the big stage because you fought Dylan White. You proved everybody wrong. You showed us. We, 
you could fight. That's why me and Ak is saying, wait, wait, this is not what you said, Eddie. This is a tough fight. Like, I don't understand. So, but we spoke to your team and they're like, yo, you got like 135 media interview requests in one day. How yeah. is that fighting the most popular guy in your in that country? Um, it's 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 a it's good. Um, it's an honor. Like like I tell everybody, this a this a warrior sport. So you know, uh, I feel like all the warriors should be competing against each other. You know, uh, I kind of like the old school way of boxing. You know, we had one belt that wasn't no duck, and I, I feel like it's a lot of ducking going on nowadays. So, you know, um, hopefully we can get it back boxing back exciting how it was. You know, everybody running yeah. from each other, each other. We just need to fight and go. On, you know, get the fans home, get the kids back in the sport. Do you like all this attention? Real big. I'm not a big. Uh, I'm not all into the uh, fame and all the glitz and glam type stuff. Yeah. I'm just a regular guy for real. So yeah. it's, you know, it's hard. Get a little overwhelming at times. Right. Do you I feel guess. like are you giving Anthony Joshua Matchroom Boxing credit for taking this fight, or do you think that they just don't know how good you really are? Um, from a personal opinion, they um, I think and they studying the, the the fight from Dylan White. And they probably what they thinking in their head is, you know, trying to sell a fight. They they're going off of Anthony being better than Dylan. Anthony could put on a better performance. So they're thinking Anthony would do what Dylan can't, but I'm proven wrong. Well, they fought each other, Dylan White and Anthony Joshua. Who would you rate the better fighter? Um, uh, they they both good point. They both good fighters, uh, good warriors. Um, uh, I think AJ is probably better skill-wise, you know. Um not taking from nothing from Dillian White, but Dillian White's um he got his own kind of boxing style. It's a little awkward. It's not like a a conventional style. So when you compare, I would say AJ got a little bit more skill, skill wise. You know, okay. you mentioned ducking. You know, fighters ducking fighters in this era where you know I guess the best aren't fighting the best. But in the heavyweight division, is it fair to say that Anthony Joshua has the best resume, even though Fury is I mean you know, I, the biggest I, name. Yeah, no, because I feel like, uh, you know, I ain't going to say they ducked Wilder, but it's kind of strange when that Wilder situation was going on. And then, you know, I, you haven't fought Fury, so I feel like yeah, those... Yeah, 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 yes, but when, when I say resume, I'm talking about your entire career. So Wilder, you know, he's fought Fury three times, but that's the same guy three times. And same thing for Fury, he's fought Wilder three times. That's the same guy. So outside of Klitschko, you know... Where's the long list of opponents and outside Fury? Where's the long list of of high profile opponents between those two guys compared to AJ's? I mean, well, you know, um, boxing is a little more business savvy than a lot of people would think. So it it comes, it's more than to it sometimes than just saying like we want to fight. You know, um, business deals got to be right. I know it's a lot of deals that don't get made, so they don't really get talked about. But you know, um, I would say AJ, AJ does has a, a tough resume, but you know, I, it's a couple questionable fights, questionable fights to me. You know, earlier on, like um, which ones? Can you fight, talk about them? The Klitschko fight. You know, you you beat up on an older Klitschko, a younger Klitschko. I don't think that fight would have went anyway the way it did. And what what what, what other fight was questionable to you? Um, it was uh the Usage fight really was kind of questionable, even though he lost it. But it was it was just the way he was fighting. I I kind of wasn't. I seen better performances from him, so I don't. It was like I don't know if he was, uh, was going through a mental thing or something. But the the performance from it was kind of questionable to me because from a guy that has such a high impact, 
And, you know, not taking nothing from Usage, but it was like, it was kind of a decline when it came up on that point of the Usage fight. So it was like, is this the same guy we've been seeing or is he changed? Is he a changed man? Well, well, since those losses, he has a new trainer now. He's trained in the United States. He's training with Derek James, you know, who's trainer of the year. You know, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that? I mean, Derek, Derek James, Derek James is a hell of a trainer. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you got good fighters over there. Mm-hmm. He trains Earl Spence, don't he? Yep. And yes, Jamel Charlo. He um, you know, he uh he his guys are kind of bullish <laughs> way they fight, but um is that know, what you're thinking? Is that is that what you're putting together? Like, okay, he's gonna make AJ into a bully and try to come uh, at me. I can't I can't give up my insights. Okay, okay, okay. We we putting a whole plan together. I, I looked at old footage, new footage. Uh, um, me, I yeah. study small stuff. So you know, I want to see how you move, how you react to certain things, how right. how you act under pressure, how you act when you get hit, how you even act when you got somebody hurt. I want to know all your flaws, what you do wrong, how you move. Mm-hmm. If you get excited, if you get too hyper, I want to know all the small details. So that's kind of how I base my plans of attack. You know, you mentioned you mentioned that you saw a decline in the Usex fight. Uh, in the Usyk fights, and some people feel like he he isn't going to be the same since those fights. Do you think he's going to bounce back and show us some vintage AJ or even be better with Derrick James, or do you see the opposite? Do you think AJ is going to continue to decline? I mean, as a fighter, I expect everybody to be on a top game. I expect everybody to bounce back. It's just the type of mentality you have. I don't ever want to go in the ring thinking like, oh, this guy's done. He's wounded. He's not this. He's not that. I'm still thinking of AJ like he's a unified champion. Great AJ from, from one to ten. Uh, as of right now, probably like a six or seven. Damn, that low. Yeah. The, the did, you ever, did you ever rate him higher than that, though? Yeah, he was he was number one for a while. But, you know, the couple losses you had, the loss to Andy Ruiz, which he came back and won, but Andy was kind of out of shape. It wasn't the same Andy for the first fight. And then you turn around and take the two losses to Usus. I think that really hurt. Yeah. Really hurt. Yes, yeah, but I'm talking about his skill level. I'm saying, like, if you'd write, you'd probably rate yourself a 10, you know, as far as skill level. What would you rate Anthony Joshua skill level-wise? His skill level as far as a boxer? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I ain't shit on nobody, but I don't, I'm not a real. I don't. Be no, thinking. but you could tell the truth though. Yeah, I don't. I don't be yeah. thinking highly of a lot of guys. So you know, out of my honest opinion, probably still around the same, like six or seven. Okay, but, <laughs> but somebody like Tyson Fury, you would rate him higher. Yeah, tight, because not. I wouldn't say it because I spar Tyson, but I watch a lot of Tyson. Tyson does. Tyson has his own like. Um, Things he do in the ring that's kind of small things that people won't notice, mm-hmm. but it's smart and it works and it gives him an advantage. And you just mm-hmm. be thinking like, oh, this guy's just beating you up, but it's really tactics behind it. He's very intelligent in there. Yeah. When decisions are close, especially when you're in em- enemy territory, obviously going back to that with AJ, how worried are you about that? And do you have the mindset where, okay, I have to go in there and I have to knock this guy out in order to get what, you know, what I feel is coming to me. I'm going to go in there and fight my fight either, either way it go. I mean, I know the politics, you don't, in this game, you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself because you can't live up to the pressure that's going to destroy your mind in the ring. Now you become mm-hmm. 
weak-minded in a ring and somebody just gets to beat on you. And it's not that you're a weak person, but once you see you couldn't get that knockout, it's messing with your mental. If that's your whole game plan of thinking, like, I got to go in there and knock them out and you don't achieve yeah, that. And it can mess with your, with your game plan, obviously. But going into the Dylan White fight, you were, under, you were an undefeated fighter. What what did that lo- that loss do to you psychically? How's it changed you as a fighter? It just made me hungrier. Made me want it more. You know, I felt like I won the fight. I felt like I honestly won the fight seven five, in my honest opinion. But you know, we ain't gonna cry about it. We just gonna go back to the gym and work harder. We try not to let them do the same things to us twice. You know, you know what I'm wondering. A lot of times, guys have a loss, but they say that wasn't their toughest fight, especially. Probably you'll say that because you felt like you won. A lot of people actually felt like you won. Was mm-hmm. that your toughest fight, or if not, which one was? Uh, skill level wise, yeah, he, he's been in. He has um, more experience than most of the guys I have fought. Besides, yeah. um, um, what's that guy name? I fought uh, Rodell Booker. You know, Rodell Booker was oh, a wild. Booker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Experience wise, he probably has the most experience that I fought. So he 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 knows a lot of little ins and outs of just being in a ring, ring generalship. You know, he know how to conduct himself, how to control himself, how to do certain things, how to make stuff look a certain way. So yeah, I, I would say that probably was my toughest toughest fight skill wise. You know, you you mentioned that you know kind of alluded to the fact that AJ was ducking Wilder back, you know, some years back. Um, and I mean, I just know. I know how boxing works. So it either could be two things. You either could be straight ducking this man, you running from him, or your team advises you not to take the fight because you got better stuff and you got, you know, you got other stuff in motion. You probably got better fights or better stuff for you in motion. Right. So, and, and when you're when, when you're getting advice from you know from your advisors or promoters, uh, this is a business at the end of the day. It doesn't necessarily mean you're scared of it, man. Maybe this other fight makes better business, right? <laughs> Now, now Barack mentioned rating guys and you know rating AJ. How, uh-huh. What comparing AJ to Wilder? Who do you think is the better fighter? I think AJ has more skill, but Wilder has the heart. Wilder has the type of heart where if if you can't if you can't destroy this guy physically, he might knock you out. That's <laughs> like if you can't destroy him physically and take his will away from you, then you have a high pro- probability of being knocked out. And no, nobody's ha- has been able to take his will, like even Fury, as big as he is, no, and as hard as he is. Even Fury was beating him down, he still was. Yeah, he yeah, still yeah. He's de- definitely a warrior. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely be on heart. Now, what is your what is your plan, though, Jermaine? I mean, if you go out there and pull up, pull off an upset because you are going in there as an underdog, he has big plans and wanting to fight possibly Wilder or Fury, mm-hmm. uh, the winner out of Usyk and Fury, if they fight. What is your Three goal plan. Like if you can pick your next three opponents, honestly, I'll take in the order. I, I, and but give it to me in the order, like ideally, like if I, you had I, to call the shots. Anybody, any of the top guys, anybody. No, 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 no. But listen, that's a generic answer, Jermaine. Jermaine, I, real quick. No, no, no. But I want you to name three guys for me. I want you to name three guys in the order that you want to fight them in. If you get past AJ. Uh, okay, okay. When I get past AJ, let me see. Hmm. I think uh, I think Daniel Dubois then was talking. Shit. I like to see that. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of some people that could put me in position. Uh, but see, that's the thing. But, but wait, if you if you be AJ, you in position. You at the top. <laughs> but the 
know, I'll be going off of like the rankings and some of the belts and stuff, but it's like that's kind of going backwards. If I yeah, that's that. yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. What, he's what I'm he's asking. asking you if you had total control. Forget all that. If you had yeah. total control and, and you be? were able to beat AJ, then who's your next three? All up to you. Yeah, I like to fight Daniel. Uh, let me see who else. Let me see the top guy that I like to fight. That I think would be an exciting fight. Is uh, there anybody else past Usek and Fury? I mean, it's AJ Usek and Fury. Why? Why, yeah, why would you want to fight Dubai after beating a guy like AJ? I'd be wanting to fight all the real champions. So I'd be feeling like <laughs> whoever got a belt, I'll fight on. I don't give a who it is. Honestly, in um, my opinion, you, you did, I, you did, like, if I had to pick three. Yeah, I like to fight Usyk. I like to fight uh, Dan. Daniel probably number one. I like to fight Usyk, and I like to uh, probably get at Tyson or um or um Deontay. I feel like that's gonna come in the future. So I, don't, I feel like Deontay Wilder. Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like these bigger fights are gonna come because I was gonna say like Andy or Deontay, but I feel like yeah. when, when we make this happen, those fights are gonna come for us. Were you surprised to get this call? Um, be, 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 um, because you did so well against the Dillian no, White. Were you surprised to get this call? I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised because after the fight, the British fans made me feel so welcome, and yeah. you know they they kept me in good spirits about it. I had wow. like hundreds of people writing me telling me they think I want to fight and all this wow. and that. And Eddie Hearn was kind of getting some backlash in the media about nobody wanting to see the. AJ and Dylan White too, so I kind of feel like they was moved to get put me in a, in the spotlight because then nobody wanted to see what they were trying to do. Did you see what Dylan White tweeted? He said, "Man, I should have lost that Jermaine Franklin fight. Then I'd be getting the AJ fight." Did he did? If he if his promoter ain't happy, he wanna got blessed. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, so you got you got your biggest fight of your career. Are you doing things different? Are you running in the snow of Russia and stuff like Rocky? What you doing different? Just going hard. We want to, um, you know, I feel like I had a decent punch output. We want to top that. We want to do that like times two. We want to turn it up. We yeah. want to feel the pressure because I know he going to bring it. We want to bring it at him too. Right. You know, right. I'm not no pushover. I'm not no punk. I'm not none of that. I like in boxing, I know you got to prove yourself, but you know, I've been around for a little while. They kept me under the radar. But, you know, a lot of these top guys just think I'm going to be a walkover. I'm an easy fight. That's not happening. Right. It's not I'm going to give now, you a fight life, and it's a high chance you might get knocked up. You've been fighting for a while. Did you think that you would get a fight of this magnitude this quickly? Or rather, at this time in your career? Um, I honestly feel like I, I, I could have been here quicker. Mm. But, you know, um, everything don't go in your career how you want it to. So, have some setbacks earlier on in my career. But I honestly feel like I could have I could have been here a little faster than the route that I was on. Okay. Can you point out any any things that you see Anthony Joshua, the things that he do wrong or his weaknesses? Is it mental? Stepping. Because you said you said something about earlier that made me think. You said Deontay Wilder has the confidence he has. He has like that, it's like that beat heart, him. he says. Beat him, but if you don't take the heart from him, he's still coming. Like like right. we said. So what fear. about what do you say? Why are you saying that as opposed to Joshua? What? I don't think Joshua got that type of heart. Mm. I don't think Joshua got that in him. Like I'm not saying that he's a punk or nothing, but like the type of heart that Wilder has, like you got to knock me out to win this fight. I don't think AJ has that. I mean, he can show me. Right. 
All right, so you, are you feeling confident because of that last performance that you did with Dylan White? And you said that the British people treated you good. Are you feeling confident that you can go there in the O2 Arena and they're not going to bash you? Or you think you're going to be in enemy territory no matter what? Being, being booed, I don't care about that. It actually kind of uh, gives me, a, it hypes me up. So it, I really don't matter if they boo me or not. I'm going to be charged up regardless. But, uh, it's you know, a, a fight, a fight is a fight. I don't, I don't really, I don't think I think too much about it. I just like to do, I love to do what I do. Okay. You know? Well, Oh, well, y'all more. No doubt. Last question, man. You're going to have to deal with a lot of press. You're going to be dealing with media days, things that you probably never had to deal with in this level. How are you going to deal with that? Uh, just deal with it the best I can. Answer questions honestly and hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. All right, brother. Well, it was great having you on the show. Good luck. This is the uh, the best opportunity that you probably ever had in your career. And I know... I know that you're a very, very skillful fighter and wish you good luck, brother. Appreciate y'all. Look, Brock, we said this going into this fight as soon as it was announced that this wasn't a soft touch. This is not, I mean, you can say top 15 guy, but this guy just had a hell of a fight with Dylan White and he that's the only loss on his record. I mean, I think that we're going to have a, an interesting heavyweight showdown. I mean, I wish all the sanctioning bodies worked together. You know, all of these belts out there kind of worked together and had similar guys in the top 10, top 15. It's not the case. It's like you got to be a part of an organization in order to really be ranked. Because I really think he'd be ranked top 11, 12, mm. if not in the top 10. Like the kid can fight. And it's crazy because... I didn't I didn't realize a lot of things that he said, you know, off off air as well. He was he was explaining to us that before that Dillian White fight, this guy was working a job. Like mm. he was he was clocking in, like he had to feed his family. You know mm. what I mean? And he went from working a nine to five, ha had to go to another country, deal with that jet lag, and do a little six-week camp, and did that well against Dillian White. This yeah, kid so, is a, this kid is a problem. So so in other words, now he has time to to really train. Uh, well, possibly. But what I was really five. trying to say is that when that time does come, and he really has that time, right. he's going to be even better than what we've seen him against. Well, no, I mean, look, what I'm saying is now he has that time because he's not working a regular job. Um, this is a huge fight. He's probably going to make a nice chunk of change. So we're probably going to get the best version of Jermaine Franklin, which, again, leads me back to the fact that Anthony Joshua is willing to take risks every time since he became uh, one of the top heavyweights in the world. Uh, he, he's still doing it. you got to give him a lot of credit for that. Look, that's our show for today. Hope you guys enjoyed. Peace and love. Stay safe. See you next week.